Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Two Brothers channel. I'm one brother. Hello, everybody. And I'm the second brother. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Two Brothers channel. And we have an exciting one for you. A really, really nice episode for you. Back to you, Mr. Phil. Thank you, Mr. Kalea. Right. This one is a special one. As a matter of fact, like I was telling Mr. Clay earlier on, you all are amazingly fortunate that we're treating this subject now. This subject has been collated over so many years of us reading, us experiencing. So we're bringing forth this information that will save a lot of you so many years of agro, <laughs> so many years of, um, of, 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 of torment. <laughs> when you know what I'm talking about, you will, you, you will see at the end of this video, you will, you will realize that it's one of the most important topics you can be looking at at this moment. Mr. Clay. Yes, sir. Um, it's definitely one that is not something that is, it, it comes just overnight. It's something that we've worked on for many, many years. And as a result of that, you have the benefit of hearing about it. And um, even when, when you've been doing it for many years, you even forget you're doing it. That's how powerful it is. In your new, in your new reality, you think that's how you've always been. And then when you interact with other people and you can't figure out what's going on with them, that's <laughs> when it gives you clues about, which is what led us to this conversation, actually. Thank it gives you. you. It gives you clues about what's really going on. Back to you, Mr. Phil. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you, Mr. Claire. Ladies and gentlemen, we're calling this one Mind Managers. What did I call it? Mind Managers. All right. The first introduction to this was when we were reading the book, or I was reading the book, and Mr. Clare too was reading at that time. Um, I believe it's The Magic of Thinking Big. And it gives you the scenario that your mind has supervisors. You have a positive supervisor and you have a negative supervisor. But, you know, for Nigerians, let's call it managers. So you have a positive manager and you have a negative manager. Okay, managing your thought factory. Okay, now the key is this like Mr. Kaleya said, you know, we, we always tell you read. And one of the things that we do is we truly practice what we preach. Because just in about two weeks ago, I encouraged Mr. Kaleya to read a book called uh, An Experiment in Surrender. And we started reading it, and I started reading it, and we, we spoke about some things, and something hit us. And what that book was talking about, it was talking about meditation and stealing your mind through meditation. And before, I really, whenever it comes to meditation, I never got it, honestly. All that happens to me when we are meant to be meditating is I just basically fall asleep. You know, <laughs> and Mr. Clare said it's working. <laughs> that's it. That's you meditating. 
just fall asleep. <laughs> so I never got it. I never got it. And thankfully, because of the habit of reading, hmm. I read other books that made me appreciate that meditation is not just when you go home and you, you know, do your your body in the lotus position and you know your you close your eyes that's not the only meditation available there there's apparently walking meditation there's apparently dancing meditation there's the meditation there's apparently um singing meditation you know so meditation takes and but the point is to get your mind to 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 a point of stillness and more than anything, I was telling Mr. Clay and uh, revealing to him that the reason why some people hum is because, which we, I didn't know, I learned that in the book, is that it induces your body into a vibration that connects you to a frequency that steals your mind. So, really and truly, everything in our reality, as Einstein and as Tesla and all of them said, he said, think in frequencies and vibration if you want to know the secret of the universe. Think in vibrations and frequencies. So when you see them going home, that is bringing that body to a vibration that will connect your mind to a frequency. The universe is amazing, ladies and gentlemen. It's amazing. And there's so many secrets in the universe. Um, so coming to mind managers, let me just let me let me break break it down. Then I'll pass it over to Mr. Clay. You see, your mind. Have you noticed that your mind, which was our mind before, this is how it goes. It goes, what's today? Today's Monday. Have I eaten? What's the color of the? Why is the color of the rainbow like that? Is it white? Is it black? Um. Uh, that person, I don't like that person. But um, the, the 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 Earth is flat. No, it's round. Uh, the Moon, the Saturn. Um, um, oh, I, I like beer. Oh, I can't stand. Oh, I'm hot. What's the time? What's she thinking about me? I love her. Oh, she might hate me. Oh, what's my mother thinking? Ah, my brother is into onto something there. Oh, the, and your but your mind is just like so many things at once, and you're like, you know, and to me. The mistake a lot of people make and what we learn through the book, The Power of Positive Thinking and um, The Magic of Thinking Big is that you have to employ mind managers. Mm -hmm. And the mind managers that myself and Mr. Claire did so many years ago, we didn't even know what, what favor we were doing ourselves when we did this. It was just a simple experiment or a simple task and a simple commitment to ignore the negative and go with the positive. Be positive or be quiet. Go with the positive, choose positivity all the time, always. There's no, there's no if, ands, and buts. If you have a choice to be positive or negative, be positive. We started that journey. I think Mr. Claire was still a teenager when we started that journey. And what we didn't know was that we were employed because we, the book told you that if you give, if you choose more positive, you're giving your positive manager more work. And 
if you're not employing your negative manager, what it will happen is that it will become redundant. Mm. After a while, he will sack himself. <laughs> because the positive manager is not the one running the factory. What factory? The fourth factory. Is it those thoughts that just come? So when it comes and says, oh, that person doesn't like you. Is that positive negative? Negative. Throw it away. Positive. Let's assume he likes me. And if he doesn't like me, that's his own, that's not my business. Move forward. And doing that for so many years, myself and Mr. Claire were not telling each other that the book of meditation was telling us to get to that point where we got to, because what the book of meditation was saying was that listen to your thoughts. And ladies and gentlemen, I started listening to my thoughts. And I'm like, you know what? Well, my thought is not bad, you know? <laughs> my thought is good. <laughs> Mr. Claire, over to you. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I think, um, you know, when you look at the journey of, you know, employing the mind manager and sacking, you know, the positive mind manager, employing the positive mind manager, sacking the negative mind manager. I took it as a game. I remember when I very, very started, it was just like a game. Like, okay, let me see if I can go through 24 hours. I don't think negative about, don't, don't, whatever negative comes in my mind, I will shut it down, you know? And so you start practicing that daily. Then after a while, you, you even forget. You might, a negative might slip through and you catch yourself. Oh, that, was, that one got through. Okay, never again. You know, just like a game. Just, you know, the, you know I mean, we're in a business setting, so we're talking, you know, personal development. But do it like a child, childish game where you're focusing on positive thoughts being allowed in your mind. Only positive thoughts. And negative thoughts are kicked out immediately. Kicked out. Gone. Now, like Mr. Free was just saying, after a while, you even don't you don't even think about it anymore. It's automatic. And but the benefits of it are so so big. The benefits of it are so so big because our thoughts is what drives our reality. You know, your experience in something, it starts from your thoughts. It starts from within. It's not from outside. If you enjoy a meal, it's not what's going on outside. It's what's going on inside. You know, a lot of things that we're finding out is actually starts from within. So if you can clean up your thoughts factory and you only have positive workers, such positive thoughts working in your factory and any negative thoughts, even your positive thoughts are looking for the negative thoughts hiding anyway in your factory, you know, to, to kick them out, you know. So it's not just coming in, but you're actually looking for it. You're going to get to that point. And you're going to be all positive. Now, when you start mixing with other people, that's when the game gets interesting. Back to you, Mr. Phil. Mr. Claire, man, thank you very much. As you were talking there, you're just dropping some serious gems and some juicy thoughts were just coming to my mind. And one of the things that a lot of people, whatever you do, ladies and gentlemen, don't play with this. 
don't play with your mind managers. Let me go back to that one. Let me go back to your mind on, on controlled. What is that? Oh, I'm afraid. The government, oh, I don't have a job. How am I going to pay my rent? Oh, um, I hope that contract comes true. Oh, um, what's that? What are they saying there? Corona. <laughs> what is that pain? Is it cancer? <laughs> <laughs> now, imagine you sitting on a bench and someone is, and, and you look at your mind going like that. What would you call that mind? Or that person? You call them mad. Yeah. Meanwhile, that is what we carry around. But because it is silent and we're the only ones hearing it, we think it's okay. So back to what that book was saying. He said, listen to your mind. So I was listening to my mind. I'm like, you know what? My mind is actually quite disciplined. Then he hit me, like Mr. Claire said. Of course it will be disciplined because we have played this um, game, like he called it, but I call it discipline for so many years. And the fruit now, like he said, do you know, honestly, like Mr. Claire said, you actually get to a point where you start looking in your mind. Is there anything locked anywhere that is negative? Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? You, you, come here, come here, come here, come here. Who are you? <laughs> you question your thoughts. You question your ideas. You question your premises. You question it. And then when you talk, get out. And when you do that for so many years, like Mr. Kinley said, when you now start interacting with people that don't do that, you start seeing the difference. They find it difficult to make decisions. Mm. What is clear to you? Mm. No. Yes. To them, it's like, oh, I'm not sure. You know why? Because their mind is like, oh, what about this? Oh, what about that? Nothing is settled. Nothing is, nothing is really, um, nothing is really concluded in their mind. So that's why we're talking about mind managers to you today, because start, like Mr. Kinley said, like we did many years ago, start to give your mind that is the positive manager the work and start taking away the work from your negative manager. The, look, what if, like another good one is the news. Mr. Kinley, remember when we used to watch the news and you used to say, I need to know what's going on. I used to know what's going on. I need to know what's going on in, in the world. Then someone said one day, look, if it's important enough, someone will tell you. Exactly. I'm like, ah, what else do I need? Exactly. If it's important enough, someone will tell you. Do you know that was the last day I watched news? For all of you that are watching news, that are so used to watching news, you are all you're doing is you're feeding your addiction of fear. Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing positive coming from the news. That's, that's what they sell. They sell negative. When was the last time? You look, news is about getting people to watch. They don't sell positive news on this news. It's always someone said it's cut off. Someone has blown up. Someone has flew from a building. Someone has, oh, the economy is bad. Oh, the government is going shut down, locked down. <laughs> And your mind has the capacity to absorb all that. So start the good fight for yourself right now. Start saying no to the negative thoughts. Start employing the positive thoughts. Okay. Mm. 
Now, what is important before I quickly hand over to Mr. Kleya is this. Again, it's not about good or bad. Hey, I'm not going to rule it out. Someone out there might say, you know what? I want to sack my positive manager. And I want to employ my negative. You know what? Do that. At least there's going to be less conflict in you. Well, you know what? I'm on the positive side. I'm on the abundance side. So I will recommend strongly. But I can't say, you know, I'm not looking about good or bad. But I will recommend strongly stack your um, negative manager. And how that happens is that you take work away from them. You stop employing them. After a while, they will work away with themselves. Mr. Kinnair. Yes, sir. So, you know, the, you know, a lot of the things that were just coming through my mind as you were talking. And um, it's amazing how we, you know, when you talk about the news, I remember the exact same thing, somebody when they said that to me as well. And when it gets really bad, somebody will let you know. <laughs> and trust me, so today, when it got really bad, somebody did tell me. I didn't miss anything. Somebody called and said, didn't you hear? Hear what? <laughs> because what, another thing about this is, because when you sack your negative manager, your life takes a totally different trajectory. You know, things will start working out for you. You start, people will just see that, how come it gets this result and I don't get it? How come people want to be with me and they don't want to be with you? Because the first thing in the morning, I wake up and I'm excited to be alive. Hello, good morning, how are you? You know, everything is great. Because I haven't fed on the news. I haven't fed on, on bad news. I haven't even imagined what could possibly go wrong. You know? Whereas people that have been cultivating that, the energy, you know, it's like a dark, they enter the room and the darkness that comes into the room with them. You don't want to be associated with that. Trust me. So what we're saying here is a lot more people will be attracted to you. Because people need positives in their lives. And there's not enough of me and Mr. Phil. Because let me ask you, how many people around you would you say are always positive? Answer me that question. Is there somebody that you know that, okay, that guy is always positive? I have, you know, apart from Mr. Phil, I haven't met one. But, you know, you know like, unless I've been working on this journey with them, then I know, okay, yes, they're reading the books and their, their mindset is being changed. But what, we, what we're saying to you now is be actively, be a change agent. Be one of those people that will be manage, managing positive managers only. You know, let that be on your door. Positive managers only. And work on it. And you will be surprised how much you will, you will benefit from this. You'll be surprised. Back to you, Mr. Phil. Thank you, Mr. Kinley. There's a lot of surprises in store for you. When he says there's a lot of good stuff in store for you. Now, one of the things I want you to actually notice, and you might not know this, but 
did you know you are not your mind? <laughs> I want to choke. <laughs> that's sharp. That's sharp. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I choked myself. <clears throat> did you know you are not your mind? Mm. Like I said, people go, what are you saying, Mr. Phil? I'm not my mind. You are not your mind. Simple exercise. Let me prove it to you. We're saying that you have positive and negative thoughts. Is that not right? And we say that you are employed in positive manager or negative manager. Is that not right? Okay. The question is, who is doing the employing? Mm. That is the real you. The real you is your consciousness. I call it the chooser. The real you is that part of you that is able to choose. That's why I call your consciousness the chooser. So you got managers. Get who is the CEO is. The CEO of your mind is actually your consciousness. So the real you. So here I am now. Let's break it down. Let's not go too deep, but let's break it down. This is my body. This is not Mr. Phil. Just like this cloth moves because I'm in it, my body moves because my consciousness is in it. This body is only there for my consciousness to be able to interact with the three-dimensional world. Without this body, I will not be able to touch this table. My consciousness cannot touch this table without this body or lift this table. My consciousness can see it, can recognize it, but it will not be able to lift it. Okay? Now, my mind is a tool for my consciousness. Just like a piano has so many keys of beautiful music, but unless you have a player that will play that music, that piano becomes dormant. Your mind is like that piano. Now your consciousness is now the player of that piano. That is why we say read. That is why we say invest in yourself. That is why we say develop yourself. Because your mind, you're working on your mind like a player is practicing on the piano. And the more a player works on the piano skills, guess what? The better they get at playing beautiful music. So the more you work on your personal development, the better you are on playing a beautiful life for yourself. Mm -hmm. Have you heard someone play a piano that they don't know how to play? How terrible is it? No wonder a lot of people's lives are terrible to look at. Why are your thoughts, Mr. Clay? Wow, 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 wow. You just took it up a notch, Mr. Phil. <laughs> just took it very nicely, you know. I just need that with a big one. Yeah, you know, you, you want to be around people with beautiful minds, minds that are well-dressed. <laughs> yes, well-dressed, smelling good, not, you know, those kind of minds, not the, not the tramp on the road mind, you know, somebody that hasn't ate, you know, had a shower, you know, God knows how long, smelly clothes. And then they're coming to hug you, you know, with that ugly mind. We don't want that, you know, because it's you that they will come around. Trust me, it's you. 
you that you're smelling nice, they're the one that they yeah, won't be. Nice, you know, especially in the UK. When you're on the yeah. train, they come on the well, train and it's you they will come and sit next to. Leia, they too like nice smelling things. <laughs> so everybody likes nice smelling things. So make sure your mind is well cared for. You know, it's not just left to chance. It's not just left to drift. And so that means you have to mind your eye gate, your ear gate, your mouth gate, your nose gate, all your gates needs to be minded. You know, to make sure your mind is continuously smelling right and looking right and looking up to the path that you're happy with it. You want to be with it. Because believe it or not, believe it or not, most people don't like their own company. Nobody around, just them being them. They don't like being with themselves. That's why they must call hey, They must be with uh, be. They must go out. They can't. <laughs> we're talking about somebody that must, <laughs> must go out all the time. Must go out <laughs> because they can't stand themselves. <laughs> wow. Uh, so let me let me add the back to Mr. Phil. <laughs> you know, the mistake that a lot of people make, and now we are beginning to understand the mistake, is that you see, you it's easy to make that mistake when you think that you're your mind. And your mind is so chaotic, like Mr. Kane said, you don't want us to be around yourself. And no, and unfortunately, a lot of these people, no one has told them that no, that's not you, you know. You need to get that under control. That needs to be controlled. Because if that, if that is not controlled, it's like wild horses pulling a carriage. Mm. If a horse is wild and you put it in a carriage, it will pull the carriage anywhere. That is how a lot of people's minds are. Completely uncontrolled. And they think that's them. So, Leia, have, have you not been in a situation where a lot of people, they start an argument based on something that they just thought about? And it's happened to me before, actually, but it doesn't, doesn't happen nowadays. And I'm even getting better where something, someone very good thing. Someone might say something. And you're changed straight away. And you're like... Now, I ask myself, why did that offend you? Most people will start fighting straight away. But what, does that, what has just simply happened is that that person has said something and your mind has interpreted it and come to its own conclusion. But doesn't mean that your mind is right. And then, on that premise... You now go and start fighting. <laughs> you, you thought about this, you did it. I know you did it, you know. But what I've done and I've learned over the years is to question my mind's conclusion. Mm. That guy doesn't like you. That guy hates you. All right. Why do you think that? Every time you come in, he kind of looks at you mean. All right, maybe he just doesn't know. That's how he's looking. Then I actually go to that guy and I'll be like, so, um, this might sound very funny, but I was just wondering, do you have any issues with me? No, no, but I'm like, but whenever I walk in, your, your face is always screwed up. Like, 
really? My face is like that. I don't know. <laughs> then you walk away looking at your mind and look. I could have killed the guy if I went with just my mind. <laughs> but because I questioned it. And who is that questioning? That's the real me. Questioning the tool, which is the mind. Mr. Clay, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've had situations where I, I, maybe I'm not bold enough to go and ask them, you know. <laughs> you know, I just tend to, oh, he, he, the guy doesn't like you. He doesn't like me. Okay. I'm going to give him all the space he needs. <laughs> <laughs> you get all the space you can enjoy. And um, I've never missed him. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's how I deal with it. You know, I don't even confront them. I just leave them. Okay. And I'm sure that once once in a while, some of them will actually come and interact with you, even as you're avoiding them. Oh, yeah. For you to go to a point where you now say, ah, this guy doesn't actually have an issue with me. See, one of the proof that I'll leave all of you with that the mind is a tool is this. Look at it like an ocean of ideas that the universe has put there. Mm. And your mind is the connection to that ocean of ideas of the universe. Your mind, and you see, the proof is that it's proven so many times in the world that someone in Russia might be having the same idea that someone in um, Canada is having and they've never met. And they're working on the same idea. How is that possible? It's because they've both tuned to this frequency and they got the same idea at the same time. They didn't copy each other. The universe is amazing, you know. <laughs> so sometimes we have inspiration, we have ideas, we have creative um, intuition that will come to us. If we don't express it, that thought, which is energy, will go somewhere where someone else tunes to that same frequency. Could come through a dream, could come through inspiration, come through an idea could come through so your mind is the tool to connect to that sea don't think that you're that sea you are the chooser of what you will use your mind to connect to in that sea and what we're saying that we are connect we choose to connect to positivity and because of that the results we get is a calm mind a beautiful mind. Honestly, I was listening to my mind, man. I'm like, yeah, man, you're serious, man. Well done. <laughs> Honestly, because when the book told me, listen to your mind, and I knew exactly what it was saying, and I just kept quiet, and I, uh, and, and I went. I was, expecting, I was expecting the chaotic something. But after a while of waiting and listening, I'm like, hey, this, this mind ain't bad. <laughs> and that's what, Mr. Clare, what did you find, Mr. Clare? Well, for me, I was, I was, um, I was, it was, I was finding it hard to relate with the book mm. because I was like, you know, what's going on? How come I'm not experiencing this book? You know, seriously. And um, it was only till we started talking about it. Wow. Articulate that. Oh, that's why. 
you know, because I was like, oh, I think this book has missed it because. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Mr. Clay? You have gone so far that you forgot who, where you came from. Mm, definitely. And again, one of the things with Mr. Clay is that Mr. Clay actually joined this journey while he was a teenager. And the journey of working on yourself, developing yourself. Why is a teenager? Mr. Claire, has it been a good uh, move on your part to join it as a uh, teenager or has it been a bad one? It's been a life-changing, well, the best decision I could have made. And um, I'm still bearing the fruits of it. We haven't even started anything yet. <laughs> now you see ladies and gentlemen this is crazy this is crazy because Mr. Claire started as a teenager I started just a bit um, maybe in my early 20s or you know 19 or whatever but do you know there's another level the other level is our children now being born into this do you know I was talking to my daughter the other day and she had to actually, I had to sit that, her down and explain to her what greed was, what envy was. Because in her reality, she was born into this journey, Mr. Claire. Hmm. She was born into this journey. She doesn't know anything different. It's so crazy that whenever she goes to job and she interacts with people, honestly, people want to meet me just by watching her. Mm. People want, they will say, look, we need to be that dad of yours. Because to, to them, the, the way she is, and I look at her, she doesn't have to deal with the kind of baggages we have to deal with, Mr. Clay. Mm. Maybe this is where we will end. What kind of baggages that did I, did I, did I have to live with? Look, in Africa, Africa is too superstitious. <laughs> and all, all superstition does is instill fear in you. And the greatest destructive force on earth is your negative imagination. Mm. Do you know that people have actually imagined themselves into internally combusting? <laughs> that means that you can actually use your imagination to actually explode yourself from the inside. Hmm. Some uh -huh. of you will know what I'm talking about, that you can actually use your imagination to actually feel pain on your body. Yeah. I've had dreams that I've woken up and I felt like maybe something bit me and I was looking at my hand because it, it felt real. Hmm. That's the power of your imagination. But in Africa, it is it is used in uh that's the word I'm looking for. It's used in an irresponsible way. Hmm. The king said nobody should come out tonight. If you come out tonight, the spirits will take your soul and you will not, you know. And a child hears that and is thinking, spirits are out tonight. The spirits are out tonight. And you find out at the end, 
All it is, is that the secret societies want to do a march in the darkness and they don't want anyone to disturb them. So they told everybody that the spirits are going to be out. Mm. And a child like my, a child like me, we hear that. I'm like, oh, the spirits, then from there, oh, they cannot tell you about the spirits in the forest, mm. spirits in the water, spirits in the air, spirits in the air. <laughs> and it's until you come to a land like the UK that you find out that no one talks about spirits. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll be like, ah, how come spirits stops at the airport? <laughs> When you realize that Africa is irresponsibly into superstition, there is good use for superstition, but we're very irresponsible with it. Mm. And it holds us back in technology. In us. You know, it's almost so bad that when people see things, technological advancement in Nigeria, they'll call it witchcraft. Mm. They don't even try and wonder why or how things are made. Why? Because they're so into their superstition. Oh, don't bring that camera to me. Oh. Some people even say you should, you, should, you should hold your breath in the camera because then no one can take your soul. Well, I've never heard that one. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> Again, Africa is too superstitious. And unfortunately, what it does is that it lays the groundwork for exploitation. Let me repeat that. It lays the groundwork for exploitation. Honestly, go and talk to the children over here and try them to talk to them about some spirit in the night. They'll say, really? Casper the angel? The, the, Casper the ghost? I'd like to see the ghost. They don't <laughs> exactly. have any concept of it being afraid. Exactly. Spirits outside. Oh, it's Halloween. Oh, we get sweets. Let's go and see the spirit. They don't have the concept of connecting superstition to fear. As a matter of fact, they'll look at superstition less. Okay, what, what, is, what is behind the superstition? Mm. Meanwhile, every child in Africa is taught, you will die. In your in Yoruba, they will say, Ikoro. <laughs> <laughs> Even in Yoruba film, they will die, they'll go, Oro. <laughs> to tell you that ah, it's not just death it is death with horror <laughs> most painful of deaths <laughs> I'm telling you and I as a child and apparently I actually learned this yesterday that from the age that you are born to 7 years old your mind actually doesn't know the difference between reality and imagination hmm let me repeat that. From the time a child is born to seven year old, that child's mind does not know the difference between imagination and reality. Hmm. It's after seven that we start knowing the difference. So any input you give to that child is as real as reality. Hmm. That's why children can dream easily. Hmm. Okay? So what I will, tonight again, just to bring it back, is about mind managers. Manage your mind because you're the only one that can, Mr. Clay. Wow, wow, yes, sir. Is uh, is wow, Mr. <laughs> Clay, 
<laughs> can't even add anything to it. So on that note, I'm going to bid you guys a good night and make sure we don't see any negative managers sneaking in, trying to arrange a teamwork, a team meeting in your mind. Okay. Your positive manager has got to read of it completely. Good night and God bless you. Thank you. It's a journey, ladies and gentlemen. Let this video be the starting point of your journey to start managing your mind. If you don't, the world will manage it for you. And the only thing that the world has for your mind is pure chaos. And nothing um, desirable will come from a chaotic mind. Okay, um, I, Mr. I know Mr. Claire has bid you good night. I just want to um, touch on this before we go that, that this has actually given me a bit more empathy for people. Because one of the things that I've done is I've seen a lot of people, I'm like, why are you thinking that way? What's wrong with you? Now I'm understanding that, oh, it's because they don't know. They are in conflict with themselves. It's like eating yourself from the inside. What we've done tonight is giving you the key and we've pointed you to the door of your salvation. <laughs> we've given you the key and we've pointed you to the door. Okay? So what you now do is realize that it's now left you to work. Work on yourself. Work on your mind. Employ the managers that will give you the best results that you deserve. On that note, as usual, peace and love. See you in the next video. God bless. Bye-bye.